So do you have any trouble breaking habits? Um, I guess it kind of depends. Like, uh, I think I spoke about this on the podcast in the episode with Jay about how um, I was a, I actually, I am still a smoker now and I have been uh, for a couple years. Um, but there was a brief period this year where I actually managed to quit. I quit for like uh, almost four months. Oh, nice. Um, and to be fair, like during that phase, it really wasn't that difficult. Uh, I told the story about why I quit is because I had such a crazy hangover that like I was basically vomiting for two days. So um, on the third day, I was like, well, I don't need them anymore. But then work started again and then I started getting back into it. So um, yeah, that's a habit, I suppose, that's really difficult for me to break. Although I will say that it's only because like once I ingrain it into my daily structure, like that's when it becomes difficult. Like for me now, it's normal. Like when I get out of my car, once I've parked it at work and I have to walk to my place of work for like five minutes, like what I do during that walk is I have a cigarette, right? Mm. Um, so it's small things like that. Um, but in terms of breaking other habits, I've actually found that it's quite easy for me. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like uh, over the lockdown, I became like a really super lazy person. It's like playing games. Like I've, I've spoken about this like a lot on the podcast. Um but I was actually able to pretty quickly kick that and uh, sort of get back into the whole like going to the gym and stuff and like actually taking care of myself. And now that's become a habit of mine. Um, and so I'm sure, you know, if they, I hope not, but if they do send us back into a lockdown that I can just as easily lose that again. But I suppose it is comforting to know that I could also, that I've kicked the laziness habit in the past. So, uh, so in that sense, it was you were able to break out of a bad habit by replacing it with a good one, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I found it much difficult to break habits when there's nothing to replace it and it's become part of your routine as well. So true. I think one of the big contributing factors uh, to why I was able to quit smoking for a couple months was because that's when I went like full retard with my fitness like like thing, right? So that was when I was doing five to six days a week, two hour sessions in the gym, just going absolutely stupid, right? Um, and so smoking didn't fit into that picture. So I guess that's what replaced it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, for sure. If you just try to kick something and like you don't have a replacement for it, it's difficult. Like I always try to quit smoking and then I realize like it's not really it's not really that I miss the like actual act of smoking it's that sometimes I miss like doing something in those like in those lulls during the day when I have like three or four minutes to do something yeah like uh, that, that's what I meant by when it becomes part of your routine exactly like, yeah you know when I was around people who uh, were smoking especially in the, when I was still working in a pub mm. like they would have fag breaks and literally that would be like part of their work They'd yeah just be like look i'm gonna go for a fag break by the way i'm not saying faggot i'm saying uh, if yeah, fag yeah. is a slang for yeah, cigarettes yeah. in here if you don't know <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah they go for a fag break and that'd be part of their routine and it's like it's yeah it's become, it's become second nature to them as much as it was like drinking after yeah, yeah. as well i mean i see it in myself now like uh when i go on my lunch break i have 45 minutes um of of my lunch break and i'll have lunch for like 30 minutes and then i'll go out and have a cigarette for the rest of the like 50 minutes that i have and then just go back to work so like it's it's like structured into my day um 
which is really stupid because um I actually did watch a video recently of this like German psychologist who explained like how to quit smoking in 10 minutes, uh, which is basically just like tell yourself that you don't actually need it in your like daily routine. And then once you, once you actually accept that you're done. Right. Um, Which is true. (laughs) But um, yeah, I suppose it doesn't just pertain to smoking though. There's a lot of, um, you know, guys in our age from what I've heard and I've also struggled for, with this myself is like uh this like pornography addiction thing because mm. that's a habit right so like i don't know in the hour before you go to sleep you like open your laptop or your phone or your ipad or whatever and then just watch that right um and then i don't have to reiterate what happens while you do that right like obviously so actually i found that, that that's really a habit that a lot of people struggle to kick and that's a habit that i've personally had the experience with which can really ruin like interpersonal relationships especially if you are in a romantic relationship i think that's harder to fix yeah because yeah. it's because it is so easy and it's not just so easy but like it's probably one of the strongest chemical reactions you can like give your brain right mm-hmm. um it's it's like the non plus ultra route re- like reward for your brain whenever you get like finish right so yeah. It's very biological because, you know, when you yeah. think about, you know, pleasure, that's very deeply ingrained into how we think oh, and feel. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for Just sure. as a human being, as an animal. But then when you think about smoking and how people think, oh, it relieves my stress or... Yeah, it doesn't. It, it gives you something. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You only think that because that's, you know, what you trick your mind yeah. into doing. It's the same yeah. as like, it's the same as eating, really. You don't mm. really need to eat three meals a day. No, nope. you just think you do because you're used to eating a certain amount at a certain time each day, and then your yeah. stomach um, gets into that habit. And when you don't eat at a certain time, then your stomach sends a signal to your brain like, "Hang on, it's time to eat." Yeah, it's time to eat because it, yeah. you usually eat at this time. Yeah. Another thing when it pertains to food that I see is like eating habits in the term, like in the sense of what people eat. Um, yeah, like. I don't think I have to like tell people that, you know, it's unhealthy to eat fast food and like drink a bunch of soft drinks, but like, it's kind of true. Like um, it's very difficult to kick those things because like, obviously if you, like if you gave me the choice between a glass of cold iced tea and like cold water, I know that the iced tea is horrible for me. Right. Mm-hmm. I like, <laughs> I know it, but if it's a hot day out, I'm probably going to grab the glass of iced tea. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I know that the glass of water is probably actually it's going to hydrate me even better. Right. So stuff like that is also really difficult. But yeah, absolutely, man. I think eating and smoking probably two of the the most detrimental habits you can have. And I'm not saying that eating is bad. I'm not trying to like proliferate this idea that you shouldn't eat and stuff. But like, let's be honest. Like 90% of us have horrible eating habits. Like like absolute dog shit eating habits right mm-hmm. um like it's not even like junk food as well it's just no maybe it's just, you, even you eat too much meat or you're not eating enough of something else yeah yeah you eat like, too many carbohydrates yeah like i even found myself more like during holiday season obviously because you know mm. now everyone's in that mood yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know these christmas meals and all that yeah and you know i work from home which is great but also like oh god what can i cook for myself yeah yeah and sometimes i just have to tell myself look just make yourself a salad and you'll be okay mm. man the the thing with carbohydrates is and i hate to be one of these guys who like who like really shits on carbs all the time but so from 
May of this year until about three weeks ago, I was living pretty much like on like very low carb, right? So basically eating carbs once a day and even then staying below like 50 grams. Um, but since now the holiday season has kicked in and like stuff is getting stressful and stuff and people are like throwing these like Christmas parties, even though you're not supposed to because it's COVID, but whatever. Um, and I've started like reintroducing carbs like really heavily into my diet. What I found, and this is really strange, is that my energy levels are significantly lower despite me theoretically having more readily available energy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I thought that that is as well yeah the carbs give you long-lasting energy but they don't they don't they actually they man, give you short-term yeah. burst it's kind of like having coffee oh yeah, yeah 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 today yeah i can still relate to that today in my lunch break i had this like uh this like rice with some kind of like um like pork curry and stuff mm-hmm. dude like 20 minutes after my lunch break i was ready to just go to bed i was so done like and yeah. uh, like I was that that feeling was so foreign to me because like like I said for the past like half year I was living on like basically extremely low carb, and I I, I wasn't high energy then but I was it was really constant it was like you know from the time I woke up to the time that I felt sleepy and went to bed pretty much constant energy level. Yeah, I, I did some research about it, but I forgot the exact science behind it. But mm. yeah, if you eat heavy carbs. Like that'll give you energy, but for a very short amount of time, and then yeah. you will crash. And then you it's crash like when you have a sugar rush. But, yeah. Um, personally, I found like just having a light green kind of meal, like mm. salad or some fruits as well. Yeah, Man. that's the best in terms of like if you're hungry, but you also kind of like need to keep up throughout the day. Yeah. Because- I don't know exactly why. But a, a lot of people will make the mistake of being like, well, you know, I want to change my eating habits. I want to get away from the carbs. You know, I want to eat a little healthier. And like everyone online says, just go high protein. And then they start stuffing their faces with like half a kilogram of chicken and eggs, right? Protein and fat is really good for you, especially um, if, you're, if you don't mix it with carbs, right? Everyone says fat's not good for you. It is as long as you don't mix it with carbs. Um, because the science behind that is that those are actually two completely different energy cycles and once you mix them your body's kind of like what the fuck right so um but if you eat and especially if you start eating really high protein and you only eat that man you also like fall into that like food coma afterwards that's right you're absolutely right like just my recommendation honestly is just like some nice vegetables or a nice fresh salad right have that be like 40 percent of your plate and then like Eggs are like a staple for me. I have eggs with like almost every meal, basically. And then just yeah. a nice piece of lean meat or fish. Perfect. Yeah. Fish is always a good yeah. alternative. That'll keep you just coasting through the entire day and you won't crash. Um, and that's another thing that like I see at work all the time. People have this habit of like, oh, I'm so tired. I need a candy bar. <laughs> and I'm like, it's going to fix you for like 10 minutes. And then, and then it's going to make you awful. worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's but that's the thing I hate about, you know, diets. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you know, you should try doing this diet or, you know, is this diet good? It's like, well, yeah, but it for a certain type of person. For sure. Yeah. And yeah, for a certain type of person and for a certain amount of time, mm. not something that you need to be doing long, like lifelong, because your body needs everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, people say fat is bad for you. Not necessarily true. Fat's good for you if you're eating the right types of fat. There the we fat go. that you get from sugar and sweets, that's saturated fat. That's not good for you. Yep. 
but you get the fat from like you know beans veg um and well, some beef, fish as well beef dude beef fat yeah, beef. is really fucking good for red you. meat is good I, yeah i'm a big meat eater yes yeah, but i try to stay away from like red meat because you know obviously too much of it is bad for you but yeah, that's true yeah yeah i mean i think the real and this this is the same for like any habit that you have right but i think the real indicator on how healthy or how successful or how effective you are at something it's not it's not like being perfect at maintaining something it's the the overall consistency you maintain if i if someone asks me lewis how did you lose all the weight so quickly and how did you put on so much muscle mass at the same time right and i would say to be honest it was like 90 percent the diet it was just because i went really high protein medium amounts of fat and basically no carbs right um so I just, my, my body was just burning fat like mad and then packing on the mass with the protein, right? But then I said, if I tell that to someone, they think I'm doing this constantly, which is not true because I would have cheat days here and there. And yeah. like, like now in, in the Christmas season, I don't want to imagine how it has to be like trying to live like no carb during the Christmas season. It's basically impossible. Right, you basically have to be that one weird guy at the Christmas party who's like, no, 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 thanks. <laughs> um, so it's not about constantly maintaining that. It's about like, let's say the year has twelve months, right? And so let's say that like overall you spend ninety percent of your time, so almost the perfect twelve months eating healthy, like whatever diet you you choose to go uh, for, um, and then like let's say that at the most you have like four weeks in total of like cheat days sprinkled out here and there right that's perfectly fine like you will still get the results that you want by doing that yeah but i I think it's also like being able to adapt to it you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. like even with smoking it's like all right well you're stressed out that you're not smoking what else can you do and i'm i'm not really a fan like those people who like substitute with like something else like um chewing gum and all that like yeah i get how that could be helpful yeah now you're just chewing on gum more exactly and you're you're getting rid of one problem and creating another one like a very popular alternative to like or or like a very popular way of kicking it for smokers is um giving them something to do with their fingers right so whether it's like like eating chips all the time this is like a weird thing that that one of my cousins did he like ate chips all the time. Whenever he had like the urge to smoke, he would just open one of these small crisps packet, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, so you're giving up the smoking and you're basically loading your body with shit food, right? You're not really doing yourself any favors. Um, at the same time though, those are the hardest habits to just quit cold turkey. But like I saw it with myself, it is possible. Like well, it's it definitely possible, but yeah. like we mentioned before on this podcast, it's like, you need to want to do it. Yeah, which is but why that's the same with everything. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, which yeah. is why, you know, when you do decide to do like something like quit a habit or make a new one or do something else, it's like ask yourself why you're doing it in the first place. Very true. Yeah. And then when you ever get to those spots where you're like, oh, I kind of want to smoke again or kind of want to drink again or kind of want to get off this diet and eat some drunk food, it's like, well, why did you start this in the first place? Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is, I think that the hard part about habits, honestly, isn't kicking them, it's making them. (laughs) 
Um, And you see this with a lot of things that are uncomfortable, but necessary. I think you and I both, the first thing that springs to our minds would be um, uh, fitness, right? Like, let's say that you're someone who's for the past three years, just done basically nothing in the world of fitness, been a couch potato, been eating, like we said, like most people do, unfortunately, just crappy food, right? And you're overweight and unfit. Man, honestly, I think the first three months in the gym are going to suck really hard, right? Because you're basically getting your body away from the state of being able to do nothing to getting like the fundamentals of what your body is supposed to be able to do. Uh, and that's going to hurt and it's going to suck. And so I see it all the time. People like new people come to my gym, then they show up for like three weeks and then all of a sudden they just never come again. Right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> Another part of that is like, um, what was it? Have you ever read about how long it takes to actually build a habit? Um, I've, I've read a bunch of different numbers and I've heard everything from six weeks to like nine months. <laughs> yeah. So like, say it's like six weeks. That's like the most common one, isn't it? Six yeah. weeks thing about that is that i feel like people need to take that out of their minds because yeah yeah. because in a sense that kind of hurts them if they think okay if i do this for six weeks then i'll be okay yeah yeah and i feel like you just need to be like all right just get through today you know like if it's smoking it's like all right don't smoke today let's just yeah when you wake up the next day be like okay don't smoke today yeah and it just now it, it then just becomes a daily part of your life not smoking yeah true whereas i feel if you think okay if i don't smoke until this like day then i'll be okay then i'll be done and then that day comes and you're like i still have the urge dude fuck i'm I'm screwed yeah true that's a problem yeah well as with anything that is sort of i guess in air quotes subjective because like it is a very subjective thing right um I'm not a big fan of saying, you know, everyone can establish a habit in six weeks. I I don't think so. Because I think some people can get into a routine really quickly and just run with it. And I think other people, they struggle with that. And it takes a really long time. Um, But again, also there, it's sort of like, like, this is one of the things that I find so cool about getting into like fitness and stuff you learn that it's not about like how it's not really about the intensity you can attack something with. It's about the consistency you can attack something with mm-hmm. that really yields the best results. And it's not just a fitness thing. It's the same with everything. You know, if you really want to get good at, let's say playing an instrument, it's not how intensely you practice when you do practice. It's are you practicing every day or three times a week or four times a week? How consistent are you? What are you doing? Right. It's, it's that that really counts. And that's what's going to add up at the end of the year. Yeah, it's like honing a crop, isn't it? For sure. Yeah. Um, and that's why we are coming upon the season of people being like, it's a new year. I'm going to make new habits. I'm going to do So it's coming, right? And whenever I see this now, I think to myself, like, these people are going at this with so much intensity right they're overloading themselves in january you see it all the time like right mm-hmm. like like the fullest month in the gym is always january yeah. right um it's basically impossible to like train there as a gym rat which is why i'm just going to train all of december and take january off just be like no you guys have fun right um <laughs> but they attack it with so much intensity that by the time january is up and this is the same with anything that anyone has ever had as a new year's resolution they're so burnt out. They're just like, nah, man, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. It's the same with like careers, isn't it? It's like, 
Yeah, yeah. Like you need to work every day. You need to work every single hour, hone your craft, and then you're gonna reach the top. And it's like, well, you're gonna burn out. Yeah, and really quick, like super quick. <laughs> like yeah, work hard, but there's a balance that you need to do for sure. And I always say balance some of your intensity with a little bit of discipline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I always say like it's good. I, I'm glad that you're fired up and that you want to attack this and that you want to get this done right now. Good. But try and save up some of that, that umph for when it really gets, you know, tough, yeah. you know, you know exactly what I mean. Those moments in life where you're like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you use all that and then you get to that point, you're done. usually about a month afterwards. A when month. You yeah, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. You're done. Then you're in that point where you're like, oh, I kind of don't want to do this, but you don't have that oomph <laughs> anymore that you're talking about. Yeah. Then you're and now done. you're just done. You're off the wagon yeah. and you're probably not going to get back on it until a couple of months. No, no. And then you're going to say to yourself, ah, oh, it'll work next year. <laughs> 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 it'll work next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is, <laughs> I wish people talked about this more often, to be fair. Um, and I wish that the New Year's resolution, this whole, because like it's also like this, it's it's kind of a social media thing, right? Everyone says like, oh, for next year, uh, look at changing these habits. And I wish that people would talk more about like, yeah, you need to change th- these habits next year, but think about the fact that you have the entire year to do it. Yeah, you don't have to be perfect by March. That's why New Year's resolutions <laughs> for me are, are more like goals in terms of like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, okay, this year I want to talk to this person a bit more. Mm. Or this year I kind of want to travel to this country. Yeah. Not not like, oh, I want to go to the gym like like five days a week. Yeah. You need to have like actual hard goals. And for those of you who are listening who are like fitness freaks, you can have hard goals in the gym. You can say, for example, I like sometime this coming year, I want to be able to run a mile in six minutes 30. Right? That's something that you can work towards. Mm-hmm. but 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 saying something like like arbitrary like i'm going to go to the gym five days a week like, no <laughs> yeah, okay. like a good one i feel like we'd be like okay i, I, I want to run more or yeah. i want to get slimmer lose weight yeah or even then i say be specific what is your weight goal for me it was yeah. very very clear i was at 88 kilos and I wanted to get down to 75. I was like, that's that's exactly where I want to be. And once I reached it, I was like, I did it. Done. Yeah, weight's a good one. Other people target like shape. Shape, yeah, sure. Because uh, yeah, I don't I don't check weight anymore. It's weird. Um, I go off how I feel, and like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. if I feel okay, then I'm like, okay, I'll keep doing it. Maybe I'll up something, but yeah, yeah. That's but but that's by the by. Um, if it's like drinking, it's like, all right, maybe I can have, maybe for like this month, I'll drink. I don't know, three, four times a week, mm. then see how that goes and then reevaluate afterwards the next month. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you bring that up. I'm sorry to sort of take like a, a different path here, but like drinking is another thing that I feel like a lot of, and I, I'm talking about drinking alcohol here, right? So um, that a lot of, this is a habit that a lot of people have that they don't realize is really, really fucking them up like really fucking them up. Some people think it's normal to have a glass or two of wine every night, which it is. It's actually not normal. And like, yes, there are some benefits like drinking a glass of a glass of red wine every now and again, but they don't mean every night. Yeah. Right. And um, 
it's honestly this like this like accepted and functioning stasis of alcoholism that drives some people and I won't like I don't want to seem like this person who's always like preaching about how, how perfect I am because I myself suffered from this I was I while I was a university student I was basically just a functioning alcoholic right um, especially because of my fraternity and stuff um, but once I really took an entire semester away from my fraternity just focusing on like doing my stuff right and not drinking that was like one of the things I was like I'm not going to drink this semester what really surprised me even just a week into not drinking anymore was just the amount of clarity that I could look at my life with right yeah and that comes with just feeling better yeah yeah it comes with not it comes with your body not having to constantly fight that shit off yeah, which is really because, what it's doing yeah because i wasn't i wouldn't say i was an alcoholic but when i was working in a pub i would be drinking like guinness or like beers every mm. night or every like every other night right and it wasn't like i was getting pissed i was just like oh i'll have a couple yeah yeah but then we went to lockdown and i didn't really have a reason i wasn't stressed out enough to be like oh i need a drink yeah i felt better just in the first couple of days in that lockdown <laughs> i wasn't working out or anything i just didn't drink yeah Man, look, I'm the last person who doesn't enjoy a nice, cold, tall glass of really good beer, right? Like, that's that's honestly my, my real favorite drink. Everyone's like how, like, how can you like beer that much? I really, really like beer, okay? It's probably mm. a German thing, but whatever. Um, but in any case, what I've found really helps me is when I think to myself, like, okay, so today I'm going to have a beer, but instead of getting drunk off of 10... Why don't I just enjoy the one or maybe two that I might have, right? And just really enjoy it and just savor that that glass of beer. Yeah. That's actually another way to look at it. But savoring something is a topic that I wouldn't even think about for this one. But mm. maybe another good way to look at maybe easing a habit or breaking out of it is why not just savor it? If it brings you so much, you know, yeah. clarity or like relief yeah savor it you know what i mean like yeah if you, for sure instead of having like a pack of cigarettes a day how about maybe just have a couple yeah have like three or four but like really consciously like really smoke that yeah be present and just yeah. be like oh i'm really just enjoying this moment having true. a pack true yeah or if you, you know, like you said drinking like oh i'm really enjoying this glass of wine exactly yeah and then like that's honest this, that's the reason that I was telling telling the story. It's like that's one of the ways that I actually kicked this habit of me, like regularly drinking like four or five liters of beer a night. Right? It was just like instead of like constantly wanting more of the stuff, I would focus on just like enjoying that one glass and really savoring every last drop, and then being like, that was a really nice beer. That was nice and cold, temperature perfect, foam perfect. Right? But that's it. I don't need more. I had yeah, like I, I had my fill. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I think mindfulness, I mean, that's something we can talk about another time, but mindfulness is something oh, yeah. is that I'm very happy I've adopted, like, day to day, like, second to second. Um, like, even, for example, like, today I was cooking dinner for the family, mm. and I wasn't thinking about anything else while I was cooking. I was just like, oh, having a nice time cooking. Yeah. In fairness, I can understand why people struggle with that, because it's so easy to lose that in the day-to-day -day grind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just the... especially with, like, you know, the pandemic messing a lot of things yeah up. yeah when you're just even so... without the pandemic like the time before that you'd have so much oh, shit man. on your mind people are just caught in the hamster wheel and like yeah. you know 
the truth is, is it's it's really really hard to be mindful when all you can think about is moving forward but you're running in circles right um and so i actually really like the the metaphorical image of the hamster wheel because the way that you get out of it is that you actually slow down <laughs> um, yeah, you just stop for a moment yeah, doesn't you mean st- you have to stop forever yeah exactly get off the wheel exactly uh, that doesn't mean drop all of your obligations and responsibilities. What that means is take a moment and say, okay, I need to reevaluate what I'm doing here, right? So continue to go to your job, right? And pay your bills and do all the stuff that you need to do. But maybe let's cut out the meeting up with friends three times a week, even though actually it's crippling you financially. And maybe let's cut out like <laughs> playing soccer and being a, a soccer coach, right? Like, like, in your free time let's cut some things out sure it, may, it might suck right but let's cut some things out just to see where can we make room for a little bit more air right it's not even just like it can go to something as big as you know making a life uh change yeah but it can also just be as simple as just taking a moment because yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. do that anymore no it's just constantly more and more and more um that's I that's think, very true and i think that's another sort of background reason why as to why habits are hard to break for most people because mm. they're thinking okay i need to do this 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 and this and so i can do that rather than okay well if i do this what how's that going to benefit me or how is that going to affect me yeah for sure um that's a, that's actually a really interesting way to look at it sort of t- to just think about the fact the fact that like okay if your plate's full then it's probably not going to be less full tomorrow evening, right? But like for for now, let's just take take it down a notch and just yeah. be here for a moment and just like take a break from it all. Um, but like what I was what I was facing with last year was the amount of food I ate mm. at in a given setting, right? Yeah, because you know you eat fast enough, your brain doesn't have time to process. So like, okay, yeah. you're done. Mm. Whereas now I've kind of adopted a habit of either having a small portion and then seeing if I want a bit more afterwards or eat halfway and then think to myself, am I full? Mm. Right. That's, that's actually really, really present. I don't do that. I usually just make my plate and then I'll finish it. And nine times out of 10, I'm like, I'm actually still kind of a little bit hungry, but then nine times out of 10, I think to myself like, well, actually, I'm going to be happy if I save some of the stuff that's still in the pan for like tonight or tomorrow at lunch. So I basically just end up not eating it. Right. Yeah. Um, and you can adopt that into like when you want to break a habit, take smoking, yeah. for example. Right. Yeah. So the next time you think that you want to go for a fag, think to yourself, okay, well, do I really need to go for a fag? That's true. Or yeah. am I, am I like stressing out or is it just because I usually go for a fag at this time of day? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that there are certain like, um, I don't know how to call these things, but I, I like to visualize them as these like anchor points that your habits like cling to. And then whenever you like stumble upon those, you automatically like, like then jump to the habit. Oh, yeah. Like trigger points, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah tr- trigger points. For example, for me, it's like, I know that the worst thing I can do if I come home from work is like, have even just a five minute laid out in my bed that's not a good idea because i'm probably not going to get out of it again so <laughs> yeah for me that's waking up in the morning ah, okay because mm. my habit is i wake up hit the snooze and then i tell myself all right just rest for like shut my eyes for like five more minutes and then it becomes 30 yeah um 
funny story. I have the exact same habit, except instead of trying to kick it, I just like build my way around it. Mm-hmm. So I have to get up at quarter past six. I will set my alarm to quarter before six so that when it goes off, I have a half an hour to snooze so that I wake up on time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind that's, of that's bullshit. another way to kind of tackle it. It's yeah. like, okay, well, I know I do this, so I'm going to yeah. do this to exactly. offset it. Yeah. It's like when, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of like when I know people who are naturally late all the time. So I'm like, oh, I'll tell everyone else that this thing yeah. starts at eight, but I'll tell this one person that it starts at seven so that they arrive on time. Mm. dude this this crazy thing i met a girl once who uh who regularly did this she was also she knew that if she set her clock to the cor- like like her watch like her like wrist watch the correct time she'd always be late um so, so she set it early she said her she, dude yeah. this girl was so fucking bad at timekeeping she would not use her phone to look at the time right she would actively be like no no, no don't like don't show me the time on your phone show me your wristwatch, right oh um God. Yeah, because she was just so bad at keeping time that she would actually set her watch half an hour um, early. Half an hour? Yeah, just so that she would get the stuff on time, uh, which is ridiculous. This at includes... least she's, I mean, at least she's actively doing something yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean? there's a good amount of people who know that they have a problem, but they're like, oh, it'll be all right. Exactly, yeah. This would include some shit like her alarm clock wasn't her phone, which like for, for everyone, their alarm clock is her phone, right? Yeah. Uh, no, hers was like an actual clock that you could set oh, the like time those on. Also, like, dinging <laughs> no, no, it was, it was like a digital one, but like oh, okay. she could set the time on it and she would always set it like half an hour early. Um, I found that so freaky, but then again, I found it so funny because I was like, well, she knows that she has like this shortcoming. And instead of being like, that's just how I am, she tries to like, you know, like come up with a solution to the problem, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Thing about thing about most habits, especially when it comes to like waking up early, is that you need mm-hmm. to change it up. So like we all have this like yeah. ringtone for or like alarm noise. But every couple yeah, of months you need to change that. Yeah. Because then true. your mind get used to it. Yeah. Dude. It's actually so freaky what you can get used to. Uh, last week, I actually showed up to work a little bit late, not because like I intentionally stepped in, but because in my sleep, I got up, walked across the room, turned off the alarm, and went back to bed. Because I woke up two hours late, and I was like, did my alarm not go off? And then I saw, I was like, no, it was on. So I... And like I can't explain that I slept through it because my, my phone doesn't go off. Like 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 once the alarm is on, it'll stay on until I turn it off, right? So I I was like, oh, I must have in my sleep gotten up, turned the thing off, and went back. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. Oh it's, man, yeah, it's weird how the body works sometimes. Yeah, yeah, body's really weird. Uh, sometimes I, I get woken by like the slightest noises and then I'll sleep through an alarm. It's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, like I said, I, th- I think that's more challenging than getting rid of habits is actually making them because, uh, yeah, because at least when you're trying to get rid of it, you kind of, you can kind of like plan, like have a roadmap of what you do. Exactly. Whereas you want- if you want to build something, you need to like keep at it. Yep. If you want to quit smoking, there's really there's one really easy way. Don't buy any cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's not a fucking rocket science. Like drinking, uh, smoking, like a good one is to like uh, 
not buy it. Yeah, just and not buy it. A yeah. good way to like offset when you really do want to buy is that, oh, well, you're going to save money. Yeah, exactly. Um, and at the supermarket, honestly, this is this has worked for me. When I started quitting, go to the cashier that doesn't have like a cigarette stand. Yeah. Because then you won't buy it at the cat like at the very last moment, right? Um, so yeah, getting rid of the habit is easier, but like, let, let's say that you want to start the habit of, um, let's say that you want to cook a home-cooked meal twice a week, right? Starting that is difficult because you have to buy the stuff at the grocery store, you have to prep it, and then you have to cook it's it. It's just and, starting. Yeah, exactly. But once you're in like, it, it's fine. Yeah, because like, all right, well, I want to cook more. What? Like, which direction do I want to go? Like, yeah. you want to... Do I want to make a bit Indian? Do I want to make a bit yeah. Japanese cuisine? And it's like, all right, well, I want to make more Japanese food. What what do I make? And yeah, what do I teriyaki. need to make it? How do I make it? Yeah. yeah. And it just becomes this avalanche of like, oh, I'm trying to figure things out. And then you just drop it because the fuckery is just too much. And you're like, fuck mm. this. Yeah. Yeah. Same with working out. Yeah, dude. There people there who want really to work extreme. out for the first time, they're like, okay, well, what kind of working out do I want to do? what like what's my body goals like what's my weight goals yeah like Although, where do i go do i work at home do i go to a gym how much is that gonna cost that's a real question because i would argue that for any beginner regardless of what discipline you want to get into like after your first year of training which i think is like the the most like, crucial right like obviously if you've been active like throughout high school and then after high school you continue to be active then it's it's a different story right but let's say that like in your young adult life you kind of drop the ball a bit for a couple of years and then you want to get back into it i would say that regardless of what you want to pursue afterwards there there is that one year of just like building a foundation i think that that should be pretty much the same for almost everyone right it involves a lot of cardio and it involves a lot of strength training doesn't mean that you need to be deadlifting 100 kilograms by the end of that year right but it just means that you're building a foundation if you choose to go into powerlifting afterwards then train for that if you choose to go into like long distance running then train for that right but you need to build your body at first yeah and foundation is for everything really yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have the same frustrations if it's like you want to learn an instrument or like oh okay i want to learn guitar all right well electric or acoustic if it's acoustic what acoustic should i get yeah um, once i get the acoustic what should i start learning with exactly yeah and you can build habits like that by just doing whenever the opportunity arises to do something related to it yeah do it like with cooking if you're over at a plate uh, at a mate's place right and someone's cooking offer them to like help out and chop some of the ingredients prep for all of you young guys out there and you're if you're looking to impress one of your lady friends right and you want to at the same time make a nice habit invite them over to dinner like four four or five times and actually cook the stuff yourself sure it's not, it's not even like trying to be attracted attractive for yeah. other people it's just it's a good skill to have exactly and you like, can take care of yourself yeah and it will impress for you like okay unless it tastes like absolute dog shit and then no but like it, it's not impressive over until you're actually confident <laughs> yeah exactly it's good um but yeah there are certain skills i feel like you should have right and whether or not you make these into regular habits it's totally up to you um i'm glad that like one of the best things i can do in terms of cooking is not a regular habit uh because i'm pretty good at frying stuff even though people think it's easy to fry stuff uh i would argue that enough i've seen enough people fuck it up right yeah. um 
but I'm happy that I don't do that a lot because that would be really bad for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. To those of you out there who were listening and who, who were thinking to this, I was like, oh, I only have good habits. Fucking, you're lucky. Like, you really are. <laughs> and also, I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah same. You're a liar. <laughs> Everyone has at least... It doesn't, it doesn't need to be big or small. You have at least a couple One bad, bad habits. habits. Yeah, true. For true. me, it's still chocolate, mate. I can't shake it at this moment. Uh, sweets don't get me as hard. What really gets me? Like savory snacks, like chips and oh, yeah. uh, stuff like, yeah, dude, that fucks me up really bad. Um, which is why an- another thing, like my f- circle of friends think I'm weird for doing, like if we're like hanging out somewhere and someone breaks out like a bag of chips and they like offer it, I'm like the only person to like say no because I know myself. Mm-hmm. Once I have one, I can't stay at one. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, it's That's so why bad. I'm, yeah, I'm actually happy that like smoking and drinking isn't a problem for me. Mm. I only before I smoked fags just because I was so stressed and in a bad place. Yeah. And nowadays I smoke cigars, but that's literally like once a year to yeah. like celebrate the end of the year if something really good happens. Drinking, I don't like drinking actually. Oh, really? Dude, that's like, weird. I don't mind having a beer. Yeah, or like having a whiskey at the end of the night, mm. especially if I'm like, if it's an occasion or if I like, like say I visit you next year, I'm gonna definitely drink with you if we go out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that's an event for me. Yeah, that's different. But yeah, if we're talking about like drinking every day and not oh, just having a yeah. drink, but like having more than one, I'm just kind of like, no, nah, I'm good. Like I'm that person yeah. who. Like that bartender will be get mad at me because I'll walk into a pub and be like, "Can I just have some water, please?" Yeah. Oh man, you see, the reason that I have such a like aversion to to like regular intensive drinking is because like I had a problem with it, right? Mm. So that's why, if I am like, if I think to myself that I could be living in a state where like I, I'm having a couple beers every night, I I kind of feel like sick when I think about that because I'm just like man it just doesn't make any sense especially because again what really did it for me was just the like mental clarity that you get when you stop right you just don't do it anymore um for me it's like I feel good when I'm not drinking yeah yeah same one of the big things that I also realized is like my hearing got better which was really weird yeah although a doctor explained this to me once uh he well he's a doctor now back then he was just in med student in our fraternity and he said well alcohol can actually like fuck up your your blood pressure and your hearing is actually like really really dependent on your blood pressure so yeah it's right yeah like mate your ears are weird like they are so connected to so many things in your body that like your like your jaw for instance yeah yeah like holy shit the amount of times I like fucked up my jaw and my all of a sudden my hearing's a bit off or like in these popping, I'm just like, oh, how did that happen? Dude, um, like your your nose canal. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. That's, that's another a thing one. that really messed me up. Um, actually, I think I might have a problem uh, with my wisdom teeth because all of them are all of them have already come out and they're all okay, but I think they're still constricting the space in my jaw because I had this thing like two months ago where I yawned and it popped something in like the uh, joints of my jaw. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden my nose like like just freed up and my tinnitus was gone. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like sometimes you'll get ringing in your ears like spontaneously yeah, yeah. as well. That's probably because of like something in your nose, your jaw, or maybe just your blood pressure in general. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's why when I stopped drinking heavily, like my hearing got better within the week. Like, like tinnitus was a big problem for me. That was just gone all of a sudden. And then I didn't it came, know you had tinnitus. It came back later a little bit. Um, although it's only really prevalent in my left ear and it's only really light. But like I said, it was gone for a while. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I quit smoking, it was actually just permanently gone. And then now that I started again, it's come back. So I, actually, I know for me that it's a blood pressure thing because it's another, it's another like cigarettes also also fuck around with your um, blood pressure and stuff. So yeah, unfortunately, I've I have to deal with that. Um, but I also think it might have something to do with my wisdom teeth because I I can't imagine that like because your jaw is actually not built to take all of them, right? So no. yeah, that's they why prob- you need to take them out sometimes. They probably need removing. Yeah. Yeah, do you know any other habits that we no, no, no other habits we haven't talked about? Could work ethic be one? Yeah. I th- <laughs> there are plenty of people who will work themselves to death. And then there are plenty of people who have no work ethic at all. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think the problem with work ethic is that it's not so much a habit, it's more of this, <laughs> it's more of a motivation thing, right? Because I, I would almost argue that like your work ethic is a direct correlation to how much you want something. Um, mm. And a habit is more of something that, that like you can't stop doing, dude, playing with money. I've seen this ruin so many people. Uh, Ooh, gambling. Spending it. Yeah. Spending it or just gambling. Yeah. You and I come from a country where gambling actually fucking ruins like it's existences. A yeah. It's, it's an actual problem. Um I know that there's a member in my family who has a big problem with gambling so much so that they spend like literally all their money on it. Um, and it's just crazy. But again, these people, for, for them, it's kind of like my problem with cigarettes, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's difficult for them to kick it. Um, and that's also because gambling or I, I suppose spending money, it's also, it's kind of a similar thing with pornography and masturbation. It's It's this very like, chemically driven thing in your brain that just is really hard to get rid of once it's ingrained yeah it's like accessibility as well as like your environment as well like you're surrounding like people who've been smoking since they're like 12 or 14 that's because everyone around them was smoking their parents were smoking exactly yeah yeah and they they just had access to it you know yeah yeah yeah. drinking as well true and then when people are like gambling that's because they've been exposed to gambling for a long time yeah i mean it's normal for them in the philippines like it's perfectly normal for like let's say that you're a kid for your father to like invite over his friends and they just have like this this long ass night session of drinking and gambling perfectly acceptable perfectly normal so if you see that as a kid you're like well it's normal to do that right which it is by the way (laughs) um i kind of get it because my family we recently started like uh, quote-unquote gambling we just gamble mm -hmm. like coins yeah yeah I'll be while playing this game called Shithead. Okay. I could explain it, but uh, I'll, I'll explain it to you afterwards if you want to know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's fun, but luckily for me, it's not something I'll be like, oh, okay, let's raise the stakes. Yeah. Um, I totally know what you mean. I used to do the same thing with uh, all of my roommates. I used to live in a um, in an in an in an accommodation with seven other young dudes um and once a week we would meet up to play some poker and uh there it started with like to to, like buy yourself in it was five euros so like obviously it doesn't really matter 
right? Like mm. it's 20 euros a month to, to like have some fun. And, and it really was fun. Um, but like there was talk about raising the buy and I was like, no, if you guys raise it, I'm out because like yeah. it's just five. Like, come on, doesn't matter if, if somebody wins, that's 35. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of, I mean, yeah, I do understand it. Same. I mean, like wh- while I was playing and wh- wh- when I was winning, I was obviously like, dude, I wish the pot was bigger, right? Yeah, because uh, especially when you win, you're just kind of like, oh, I kind of wish I won more. Exactly. But um, when you're losing, you're get, like... Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. I kind of get that with like every other habit, like even like smoking. When I was smoking for like a couple months, I was like, oh, I kind of get why people get addicted to this. Yeah, sure. Drinking um, is still kind of like an if for me. Like I still don't really understand why. Well, I mean, I kind of understand by... Yeah. Just, yeah. Like No, dude, there are some habits that I don't understand. Like, I really just don't get it. Um, but that's just because, I, <laughs> in case it isn't painfully obvious, I'm kind of a weird person. Um, like, there's this girl in my class, at my vocational college, who literally self-admitted, said that she buys clothes, like, basically every day online. And I was just kind of like... Oh, you're shopping. What the fuck do you mean you buy clothes every day online? I'm someone, like, 80% of my, my wardrobe is hand-me-downs. And I'm, I don't care. Like, I really just don't care. <laughs> One of a couple of my shirts have holes in them. I still wear them out. Yeah, yeah. I'm dude. just like, you know, it, it still fits. Some of my house clothes, like, like if I know that I will not be leaving the house for the weekend, fuck it, dude, fuck it. Some of my stuff is really, really rancid and manky, but like, whatever. It's, it's, I'm just wearing it in my room. Who cares? Um, clothes isn't something I've ever really understood. Look. I like nice clothes and uh, I own a couple nice like clothing items and these are things. Yeah, that like I'm not saying yeah. that I'm, I wear like a potato sack. When yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I like to look nice. I know what you mean. Yeah. But it's like, you know, buying a coat every year for the nah, winter or like nah. buying like urban outfits is, is something like, have you, do you know that store or like that? Yeah, brand? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's. I look at some of the stuff. And I'm just kind of like, why would I fuck? want that? Yeah, yeah. My issue is more of like, I have I have a couple of nice things that I like to wear. There there are a couple of brands that I really like. I really like Tommy Hilfiger for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like three or four things from them. So like, I have a nice shirt, and then a nice polo shirt, and then a nice T-shirt. Then I've like, I think I think I have a pair of jeans from them. That's like the extent of my nice stuff. The rest of my stuff that I use date and like I only wear that stuff if I'm going out with my girlfriend or like it's a it's like a family gathering or whatever, then I wear the nice stuff. Yeah. But like I see this all the time when I'm um at school, because like at work we have our 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 like stuff that we get provided um from our um employer. So it doesn't really matter what my private clothes are. But like at school, I notice this all the time. A lot of my classmates have like a different outfit every week. And I have like three outfits that I rotate in and out of service. Um, and like, yeah, I always have class Tuesdays and Thursdays and whatever I wore on Tuesday to class, I'm wearing it on Thursday because I only wore it for half the day. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> May I have two outfits for going out and that is it. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of the outfits, I wear the same bottoms and shoes. The only thing I change is the top. The top. Yeah, <laughs> dude, whatever works. Stuff like that, man. If it's just day to day stuff, I really don't care. That being said, I do dress up real nice. Like, like if I do decide to like actually put effort into how into how I look, I can clean up real nice. Oh yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things. Like, if you're gonna do it, like do it. 
Yeah, exactly. I can clean up real nice. But um, I just, like, I just, honestly, if I'm going to be really frank, I just can't be asked to, like, fucking put effort into it. Like, okay, there's this one girl at my school. Sure, she, like, looks nice. I suppose she thinks she looks nice all the time. Some of her outfit choices, I'm kind of like, what the fuck were you thinking? Why is it, like... Oh, is it like too much skin or something? Yeah, yeah. Like it's it it's like showing up to school in the middle of winter with like a top that just covers your boobs, and you're just like, what the, aren't you cold? Like yeah. this is I was, not vi- I was visiting a mutual friend of ours in London, mm. and we went out. Uh, I just kept on not even just the girls, like the guys as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm Honestly, just like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> I always think to myself, like, dude, aren't you cold? Like. <laughs> No, it's not even like, are you cold? It's like, have you even looked at yourself in the mirror? Like, yeah, you don't true. think you think this is okay? Like, yeah, true. Obviously, like, dress the way you want, but like, yeah, sure. Like, but, modern fashion to me is just kind of like, what? Yeah, it's it, it's often very colorful. I don't like, I think it's pretty obvious from all the episodes. I'm a very monochrome kind of person. I wear like grays, blacks, whites, dark blues. That's pretty much so, it. Plain, <laughs> plain stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I go shopping for a shirt, I'll find one I like and buy like five pairs of it, and that's it for like the yeah, next like dude, couple of years. This drives my girlfriend up the wall. I recently, uh, actually, now for the Christmas season, bought myself like two new T-shirts, and both of them were just black. And she was like, "Why did you even bother?" <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they're new, and I can wear them for the next five years. So I have two new black T-shirts. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, probably. I guess that's an. I guess that's another way to like a habit as well, whether it's breaking them or building one. It's like if yeah. you're going to do it, like do it. Do, do you it. know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like there's no point in starting it or stopping it if you're not mm. going to go through with it. Yep. Um, I can so relate to that actually because I I recently just changed my workout plan, and uh, if I'm honest, I don't really like it. But I told myself I was going to do it for eight weeks, so I'm going to do it for eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll see how I feel after that. But yeah, I suppose in closing, what I can say is that when it comes to like making or breaking habits, although making them is difficult, it's more difficult than breaking them, I would argue. The most important thing is that number one, you, you actually give yourself a reason why, right? Why and am you I... remind yourself of it exactly. constantly. And number two is just staying the course. And that's, that's just consistency, right? So Having that discipline to like, stay away from the negative things that will steer you away from it but also having the discipline to continue it yeah now does that mean that let's say that you've been smoking for five years and then you quit right and then like you haven't smoked a single cigarette in a year and your best friend comes back from military service or from overseas right and you guys have a couple of drinks and he's a smoker and then like let's say that you've had four or five beers in you right and you're like okay come on give me a cigarette right and you have that cigarette and afterwards you're like, ah, I remember why I quit. This shit sucks. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, ah, no, thanks. I'm fine. That's not relapsing. That's just, that's just living a little bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, as long as you don't fall back into it. Like I did. Yeah. Relapsing is you've stopped. And now all of a sudden you went out for one night. Now you're back. Like I know you're back a pack a day. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a full on relapse. Having a cigarette with a couple buddies here and there that's fine you're just you're just living dude don't worry about it too much yeah, and, I think, and i think that's that's the big thing about kicking habits people stress about it too much 
you know, they, they always think about the connotations like, oh, you know, if I say I'm going to quit smoking now and then in two weeks, I'm still smoking. Like people are going to think it's just don't, 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 don't stress about it. You're fine. That's why the people who successfully build it or successfully kick a habit is because they want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Not because like, oh, society's or like my mates are just like, oh, I need yeah. to stop or I need to start. True. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Great. Bye, everyone.